Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for your presence that is already here. We give you all the glory. We bless your holy name. Father, we are in your presence, O Lord, at this hour. Let our joy be full in the name of Jesus. Meet us, O Lord, at the point of our need in the name of Jesus. Let your word find us, O Lord, this afternoon. Let your word heal us. Let your word deliver us. Let your word, O Lord, set us free from all our bondages in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we appreciate you. Come and have your way in our midst. Show yourself mighty. Father, Lord, we pray that your hand be upon each and every one of us this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We all know that this is the year of hope. Amen. This is the year of hope. Praise the Lord. And the definition, the scriptural definition of hope is the assurance that what God has promised will surely come to pass. What God has promised, what God has given, what God has said will surely come to pass. That is the biblical definition of hope. I don't want us to mix it with the regular use of that statement. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today, we shall be discussing on something very important concerning our hope. Let us open our Bible to Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Colossians 1 27. To whom God would make known what is in the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. That is where we took the topic of this message from, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What I'm trying to say here is, this glory, which is the assurance of what God has promised, which is the evidence that what God has promised will surely come to pass, is the hope, praise the Lord. And for this hope to have glory, Jesus must be in you. That is to say, the, the hope itself is Jesus. For you to have that assurance, 
for what God says to for what God has promised you to come to pass in your life, Jesus must be in you. Amen. Amen. That is what God is saying. That Christ in you is the hope of glory. That glorious hope that the Lord has prepared for you, that glorious hope that you have cannot be without Christ. So Jesus must be in you for that hope to be accomplished. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want you to understand this afternoon that Jesus is the center of this hope we are talking about. As it has been defined, hope is the assurance that what we have been promised will be done or come to pass. Praise the Lord. The reason that our hope will be, will be the glory of God is that Jesus Christ himself is that hope. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. For our hope or, or our expectation, for it to be sure, we must make sure Christ is in us. So if the, if the verse says Christ in you, the hope of glory, it also is telling you invariably that without Christ, your hope is not glory. Amen. So we must understand that Christ is the reason for our hope. If you are believing God, you are hoping on anything, then Christ is the reason for our hope. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians 2:20. I am crucified with Christ. Never the lies I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live is in, in which I now live in flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. Praise the Lord. That is a life in Christ. That is a life in Christ. In first John chapter four, verse four. First John chapter four. Verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are overcome because Jesus is in you. He is the one that is greater than the one that is in the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. In, in John chapter 14, Verse 23. John 14, verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Praise the Lord. That is to say, the desire of God is to live in us, is to make abode with us. So when that word says, Christ in me, the hope of glory, that is to say that is God's desire. 
It is not something that is far-fetched. That is what God's plan for each and every one of us. That he wants to dwell inside of us. And except that is happening or that happened, that glory will not come. That hope might not be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 3 verse 11. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. What I, make, what I want us to understand is that it is Christ in us that is the hope. If you have hope without Christ in you, there is no assurance. If you have any hope that is outside Christ's relationship with you, that is not the hope the Bible is talking about. The hope the Bible is talking about is the hope that have Christ embedded in it. And Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. When we talk about Christ in you, there are some evidence that will make you know that actually Christ is in you, that Christ is dwelling in you with the kind of life, with the kind of, with the kind of disposal, with the kind of behavior, with your belief, you'll be able to understand and know that Christ is living in you. Praise the Lord. If Christ is living in you, you will live a crucified life. Amen. The life that is not being controlled by flesh. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Please don't close your eyes. Okay? I want to see your eyes open. My glasses can see as far as those who are on the console. So if you close your eyes, I will see you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Each time I raise my head up, I'm looking around. Praise the Lord. Amen. You must be living a crucified life. Your life will not depend on what the flesh dictates to you what the worldly gain can accrue to you. Praise the Lord. If you live this kind of life, then there is an evidence in you that Christ is living in you. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Living the life that crucified the flesh and allowing the life of Christ to manifest. When this is manifesting in you, it shows that Christ is living in you. And you will be the one that the hope we are talking about is actually going to manifest for. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 16, Matthew 16 verse 24. 
Matthew 16, verse 24 to 26. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, let him deny himself. In other words, let such a person not live after the flesh. Let such a person not be controlled by the words of this world. Let such person live a life that is exemplary of Christ. Like, like the children of God were called Christians first in Antioch. Because why? Their life were like that of Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Living a crucified life. Another evidence that shows that Christ is in you is that Christ increase while you decrease. Amen. That is to say, your own I, I, I will be no more. And what will replace that I will be God, God, God. Amen. Amen. What I'm saying is that your kind, your life, your desire, your fleshy desire will reduce. We continue to go down. Why the, the why Christ in you will continue to increase? Praise the Lord. That is, there will be no more I, but Christ who lives in me. We now do all things blended in the things of God. Praise the Lord. That is to say, what manifests, what is, what is seen in you is that that glorifies God all the time. Your desire is no longer to satisfy the flesh, but to glorify God. Praise the Lord. That is you decreasing. And Christ is increased in you. In John chapter 3, verse 30, John 3, 30, he says, He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Here, he that cometh from heaven that is above all should be the one that is increasing. It should increase by time, by day. Praise the Lord. It should increase. Why that yourself, that that nature should reduce? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then you must be living in love. 
this is the Bible makes us to understand that without love, no man shall see God. That is to say, it is expected, and this is the root of it all, that you dwell and you live in love. Not only about me, I, and myself, but you are living to express the love of Christ. That in your life, someone can see you and say of a truth, I love this your Jesus. If this your Jesus is the reason you are behaving like this, I think I will like him. Praise the Lord. With the kind of life that you live. Somebody sent a message to send a message which I read. And he was talking about a little help. A little help. You see, before, like I also believed before, I thought love was only feelings. It is more than that. Praise the Lord. Love is more of actions than feeling. The, it is the love that you have for someone who's, who is being perished that makes you to go to him and say, Jesus loves you. There is a way that I want you to follow that will lead you to heaven so that your soul will not perish. It is love that will make you. Praise the Lord. Even when you know that the person might not like what you are doing, even when you know that the person might be, he might not like you for that statement, but you know, okay, you know the best thing for that man. And you went to him and you told him about Christ. It is the same love that made God to sacrifice Jesus for you and I. So if you don't express that love, how can others know who Jesus is? If you say you are a Christian, you are a follower of Christ, and there is no some there is no iota of love in your life, you will want to tell me the kind of Christian you are. Praise the Lord. You, your life needs to express it. Your life needs to express it. You know, some people we are describing someone. And he said, we don't know. There is something about that person. When you are around him, the kind of peace, the kind of peace that you feel, there is something about that person. Not knowing that the person that we are talking about is a Christian. And the reason the person is condoling, the reason the person has long suffering, the, the reason the person is patient with every one of them is because he wants to show the love of Christ. Praise the Lord. And sooner than they know, they were able to catch and say, this man, there is something different about you. So you must, there must be an expression of Christ's love from you. Like when I was meditating on this, I understand this love we are talking about is patient. 
This love we are talking about is long-suffering. It's not easily provoked. It goes the extra mile to make sure the love of Christ is expressed. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Living in love. John chapter 15, verse 13. John chapter 15, verse 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. There is no greater love than that. The love that can make you to want to save someone at the detriment of your own life. That is the love we are talking about. Not the love that is because of what we can gain only. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Matthew verse 19, chapter 19, verse 19 also says, Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hold nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love. Jesus is telling us here that love is an obligation. It is a task that you must carry out around you. Amen. Amen. Romans 13, Romans 13, you also understand there that you owe no man nothing but to love one another. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. You can see how powerful love is. Fulfilling the law is that is there is nothing against you. Because there is love inside of you. Amen. Amen. Another evidence of someone who's, who have Christ living in him or her is that such a person wants to make heaven at all costs. He wants to make heaven at all costs. It doesn't matter what he has to pay. But his goal is no matter what happened, no matter what I need to suffer, no matter what I need to get through, I must make heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. His, their Christianity is not the kind of convenience Christianity. It's a Christianity that is ready to lay down his life if, if that is what it takes to make heaven. The Christianity that takes the, the, the love of Christ as the utmost. Amen. Like Paul said in Colossians, in first, I mean, in uh, First Corinthians chapter three, in, sorry, in Philippians chapter three, verse ten, that I might know Him, the fellowship of His suffering, even conformity, what? unto death that I might know him praise the Lord that at all costs nothing nothing like today so many of us is not having this in us that at all costs at all costs 
I must make heaven. At all costs, nothing should be able to stop me. There is nothing that, my, that is too big for me to pay if it requires it that I must make heaven. If you have this as your ultimate, then it's an evidence that Christ is living inside of you. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 18, we read from verse 22 to 25. Luke chapter 18. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that, he was very sorrowful. He said, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand that if it costs a man everything that he has to enter the kingdom of God, it is more than worth it. That is what Jesus is telling us here. If the, the, if the ultimate of your heart is that that riches or that high position or that wealth that you want to put together, it doesn't worth it. Let your ultimate be to make heaven, not to put your heart on that wealth that you want to acquire. So many of us, we rise in the morning rise early in the morning and sleep late. If we analyze what we have done all through the day, we can at least see maybe 30 or 15 minutes that point us to heaven. Probably what we are running for. One contract here, one contract there. Work here, work here. Target meet here, target meet there. But there is no 15 minutes, probably out of that 12 hours, that can show anyone that we have this in mind, that our activity is heaven. Praise the Lord. That is why the Bible says, put every other thing aside. Or show this goal, or show this hope. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. He said, For show this hope, every other thing shall be added unto you. But no, what we pursue is those every other thing. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We should also live our life to glorify God. If you are living a life 
whose purpose is to give God the glory. Yes, this is also an evidence that Christ is living in you. That this hope of glory surely shall manifest in your life. Living a life that glorifies God. First Peter chapter 4 verse 11. First Peter chapter 4 verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Everything that a man whose Christ dwells in does is to glorify God. There is no ulterior motive. There is no other thing that satisfies such a person than to glorify God. That is why the presence of God is always attracting such person. David said, I was glad when they say, let us go to the house of the Lord. Such a person, the house of the Lord, will always be where he wants to go. The presence of the Lord will always be where he wants to be. Praise the Lord. Because he that is in him, that takes over him, that is where he wants to be. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. And such a person does not mind suffering for Christ's sake. The Bible says, count it all joy. If you suffer for righteousness sake, count it all joy. Amen. Such a person does not mind. Ephesians 3.10 says that, that even unto death, I want to know Christ. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20. According to my earnest expectation, and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be manifested in my body, whether it be life or by death. Such a person does not mind if satisfying God or glorifying God will inconvenience him. If glorifying God, if doing the will of God will make him to suffer for a while, such a person does not mind. It's an evidence that Christ is dwelling in that life. And that is the kind of life that the hope that we are talking about is meant for. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hope can be delayed. Hope can be, de- you know, can be, uh, can be defied. Hope can be delayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. Proverbs 13, verse 12. Said, Hope deferred, make the heart sick, 
But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life, which means hope can be defied. And also, it can be denied. Praise the Lord. Everything I have mentioned about the life of someone who cried, if these requirements are not there, then that hope cannot be sustained. Praise the Lord. That hope cannot be sustained because there are a lot of adversaries. My pastor and effectual and fervent door are opened unto me, but there are adversaries. There are a lot of adversaries. There are a lot of forces working against that glorious hope that you are that, that you are expecting. And except Christ is in you, you cannot be sure that that hope will surely come to pass. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Job chapter 8 verse 13. Job chapter 8 verse 13. So are the parts of all that forget God and the hypocrites. And the hypocrites who shall what? Shall perish. Are the part of all that forget God and the hypocrites who shall perish. That is to say, there is, there is no hope for the hypocrites. There is no hope for anyone who does not have Christ in him, there is no hope. He said here that such a hope shall perish. That is to say, it will not come to pass. So we must understand that this hope we are talking about is Christ in you. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Now, let us open our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 19. Are you there? First Corinthians 15, 19. If this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. The hope that we are talking about, yes, the hope of uh, getting a good job, the hope of getting married, the hope of having children, the hope of doing well in your career, yes. But Paul is telling us, this is not the main thing. This is not the main thing. That the hope is safe. If this is what our hope is all about, yes, we can get it, but it is nothing. It's like a miserable person compared to the hope that God has prepared for you and for me. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. Say, for what is our hope? or joy, or crown, of rejoicing, and not even in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming. Praise the Lord. 
say what is our hope what is our joy what is our you know what is our crowning if we are not found in the presence of jesus christ at his coming so what is our hope so that is to say the ultimate as i put it here the ultimate of our hope is to be with christ at his coming And the reason Jesus Christ was sacrificed on the cross of Calvary is for you and I to experience that hope. It's for us, it's for that hope to come to pass in our lives. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Romans 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is the gift. Eternal life. That is the hope. That is the embodiment of the hope of every child of God. If there is anything God wants to give to every of his children, is that eternal life. And that is the ultimate of our hope. Praise the Lord. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let us rise up. I want you to begin to talk to God. I want you to begin to talk to God concerning this hope. Paul said, if our hope only lies on these material things on this earth, we are all people most miserable. Talk to God that that ultimate hope, that hope, that ultimate hope will not fail. That surely you will be found in the presence of God at his coming. Begin to talk to God. You will be found, I will be found in the presence of God at his coming. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, I call unto you to help me. That I be found in your presence at your coming. Talk to God. In the name of Jesus, let my hope not be on this world alone. My Father, let my hope be on the world to come, on that eternal life that you have promised, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.